This is the Music Mentor Podcast. What is up, girls and boys, ladies and gentlemen? This is Demian, your host of the Music Mentor Podcast, and welcome to episode number 183. On this week's episode, I wanted to talk to you all about what it's like to tour on a tour bus. I know that a lot of you are professional musicians and you have done this many times, way many more times than me, but I figured that I would share some of these things with some of you that might be getting started, that uh, you might be about to start on your own first tour bus in the next coming months, or you have an offer to do that later in the year, or simply you've just been enamored by the idea or fascinated by it and you wanna know what it's about. So I'm gonna talk to you a little bit about what the bus life is like. I'm gonna talk to you about some do's and don'ts, if you will, and I'm also gonna mention a couple of pet peeves that I have. As usual, before I get started, I want to give a shout out to the wonderful companies that I endorse that have actually been pivotal on not only my career, but especially this tour that I'm on right now, Happiness Begins Tour with the Jonas Brothers. And those brands are Zildjian Cymbals, LP Percussion, Vader Drumsticks, Evans Drumheads, Gibraltar Hardware, Simpat Accessories, Yuka Tape, Nirvana Handpans, Kala Brand U-Bass, and last but not least, my dear friends from Ultimate Ears in-ear monitors that not only make incredible in-ear monitors, but they also make amazing Bluetooth speakers and earplugs and a bunch of things. So check out their website. And if you like what you see and you want to get something, I am here to give you a code and you will get a 20% discount. So once you make up your mind, you can, or if you have any questions, you can email my dear friend, Joe Lester, who works at Ultimate Ears. You can email him at ultimateaudiojoe at gmail.com and you give him the code DA20, DA20, and you will get a 20% discount across the board. So I absolutely love touring. I love everything about it. And I absolutely love being on a tour bus. It's something that I've always dreamt of. It's something that I wanted to do as much as I wanted to play in big venues or, you know, as much as I've wanted to play with people that I admired. Tour buses were always a staple in all my dreams. And now that I've gotten to be on many tour buses, it never really gets old and I absolutely love it. And I just wanted to share with you a few things. One of the things that I loved and one of the most vivid memories that I will always have and still have and I look forward to when, when I get a tour bus tour is the weight of the door. Opening that thing, it's just something so incredible and it feels empowering and it feels validating. I don't even know how to explain it to you, but it's a, in my opinion, it's a very magical experience. So for those of you that don't know how the tour bus works, uh, there's several different ones, but the one that I'm talking about is sort of the standard one. You walk up the little stairs, you have the driver, you know, the steering wheel, of course, and all his little station situation. Then you make a slight left or a quick left and you see a couple of couches. You see a counter, you see a table, we see a microwave, a small fridge, and you see a bathroom there. And you also keep walking and you see obviously all around you, a bunch of cabinets, a bunch of TVs. Um, you also see the sleeping area, which mostly consists usually of two rows of 
three bets on each each side. I don't even know if I'm explaining that properly, but you walk in, you have three bunk bets on your right, three bunk, bunk bets on the left. You keep walking and you have the same amount again. Three on the left, three on the right, and you keep walking and you get to the back lounge. Some of the great features of most buses are, like I said, multiple TVs. Each bunk has their own TV. Each bunk has their own nightlight. Of course, everybody likes to add some stuff here and there, which I'll get to in a second. But usually the buses are equipped with cable, Wi-Fi. And if you're lucky, you have some sort of PlayStation, Xbox situation. And um, it's absolutely cool. Um, a lot of people like to hang out in the front lounge and talk with a lot of people. And some others, like myself, we like to hang on or in the back lounge and kind of just kind of be away from the tumultuous nature of post-show adrenaline hang and I just like chilling back there. So that's one of my favorite things about the tour bus. Usually tour buses are very, very, very cold. And there are many things that I would recommend you to keep in mind or sort of part of the do's situation or things that I encourage you to have or do. So when it comes to my bunk, uh, I always pick the same bunk or try to pick the same bunk, which would be driver side back top, quote unquote, the cliff bunk named after or coined after sort of in folklore of metal music where sadly Cliff Burton of Metallica passed away or the, the it flipped and he was sleeping on that bunk. Um, but things that I always bring or can't do without on a tour bus has to do with the following. I like my own pillow. I like sheets and I like blankets that are mine. I always have handy a pair of sweatpants. I always have a hoodie. I always have a pair of thick socks and I have sort of like house shoes, so to speak, like slippers that are warm and also are comfortable to roam around on the bus. And they're not my shoe shoes because uh, they're just kind of annoying depending on what you're wearing. And when it comes to the bunk itself, I like to bring as many uh, or, or my bet, um, I like numerous outlets uh, for different things, my Kindle, my cell phone, my Apple Watch or whatever you want. So you want to keep a bunch of stuff charging. So sometimes I bring a small power supply, even though there's outlets there. Um, and I also love keeping a small toothbrush and toothpaste and mouthwash handy because I don't want to have to go to my toiletry bag every time or if I put it down on the bay with the rest of the luggage it's a little annoying to go back and forth and, and you know right before you leave if you forget it or whatever so I always sort of leave a set of those on, in my bunk I always also leave waters bottles of water in the little corners of the mattress and they just perfectly fit there so that's sort of like a cool hiding spot for water in the middle of the night if I don't want to get up and go to the front lounge and so on and so forth. So I had mentioned the bay and where you keep the luggage. That's why I encourage you to obviously keep everything and try to be as minimalistic as possible and respectful of people in what that or the fact that they also have luggage and it's not all about us. And I've been the person where that takes way too much. And I've also been the person that is bothered by other people bringing way too much that it's inconsiderate and that's just what i would encourage you to think about so in the topic of or in the vein of other people i think it's very important to know that we are here or on the bus 
living with others in that it's not about us and it's not about how we live and what we do and how do we do things in our routines and stuff like that. We can find a way to make a compromise and live with other people. And we need to try to understand what the, the dynamic is and what we can do at home. Sometimes we can't do in or on the bus, you know, some of the things that we would do, you know, maybe being like shirtless or, you know, you know, shoeless and being barefoot that's something that you do at home but it's not might not be something chill to do there on the tour bus with other people you know you might be with a lot of females on the bus and there's things that guys do they're they're nasty and we stink and we do things that we don't want to do in front of the girls or the women um and vice versa so like we just have to be aware of of the the general population so to speak and the fact that we are with others and that, that can never be overlooked. As far as do's and don'ts, the do's first. Do clean up after yourself, but also it's okay to clean up after others. I think sometimes we're obsessed with this, you know, I do this and I do that and me, me, me. And it's like, well, it's not really that bad to clean up and throw away like a bottle of beer or something like that. Like, it's okay. Maybe do it and bring it up and you know, bring it up after and see how it happens. Or if you see a repetitive pattern where you're cleaning up after the same person, maybe bring it up in a nice way or talk to the tour manager and have them, have them bring it up. But don't just feel like you just refuse to do stuff for other people because then guess what? Nothing gets solved. And again, I know it's annoying to do it for other people, but let's try to do that. And when I say let's try to do that, I've been guilty of that. I've been guilty of both things, of not cleaning up after myself, and it's not something I'm proud of, but also because you just sometimes forget stuff, you're tired or whatever. And also I've been uh, one of those that sees something and I'm like, well, I'm not going to clean that up. I'm not going to pick that up. Or I see something in the ground and I don't pick it up. Like, let's, I, I'm trying to not be that person. I'm trying to grow and try to learn, and, and, and that's something that I, I would say to do. Another thing to do would be to try to be on the tour bus when leaving the venue and leaving the hotel as early as you can. Try to get there so that you can pack or you can load your luggage in the bay and uh, so on the bottom of the bus or in the wherever you're keeping your stuff and try to make it so that other people's things fit. Don't just leave your stuff in the beginning or at the, at the, at the front of the bay. Push it down and just deal with it later. But just try to get out of there. That's another thing that I encourage you to do. Another thing to do is if you see the bus low on water bottle stock, for example, and you know that there are bottles of water in the bay, grab them and put it there for the rest of people to drink. Another thing would be if the toilet paper or tissue paper are running low and you're the last person to use it for whatever it is you're doing. I would say replace it. Don't wait for the next person to do it. Uh, and mind you, I do. I forget to do that stuff at home. Don't get me wrong. And we're not perfect, but it's a, a nice thing to do for other people. And especially, it's not really the job of the bus driver to be our cleaning person. So do that as well. And quickly, in the in the vein of being in the bathroom, I don't really like the water from the faucet from the actual tour bus so i encourage you to always have a bottle of water and use it to wash your face your mouth or your in in all that your teeth of course now the don'ts i will keep in a very quick fire type of list 
Do not go number two in the bathroom. Do not sleep with your head facing the driver. You want your feet to be facing the driver um, because of health and uh, injury prevention reasons. And the last one, which is a very personal thing, and I don't expect anybody to agree, I don't love feet. I don't like anything barefoot on the bus. So if I could recommend something very selfishly, I would say if I'm on your tour bus, don't walk around barefoot, especially after a show when we're all sweaty and stinky. Thank you so much for listening. This was the Music Mentor Podcast.